Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast maiden is being held on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we would like to pay respects to their eldest past, present and immersion and their multiple birth parents with children with disabilities. And today's episode is Sally Fatu, mum of a gorgeous girl with Down syndrome and author of the book Jana's Brightly Coloured Socks. This podcast contains truth, laughter and the occasional F word, so it's not really suitable for children. Sometimes you just have to get your shits out. Shit, 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 shit. That's right, this is a language warning. Oh, shit. Hello, Mandy. Hello, Kate. We're far, far away from each other. I know. It's like COVID times. (laughs) Well, I thought it was because Molly's sick and we just got the test results back saying not COVID, but I thought, what if it was and I don't want to bring it to your house. Yeah, fair. So lucky we've got the setup so we can do it. That's right. So we can see each other, but we can't touch each other. (laughs) No, I've got the sun streaming in on my face in this room. So it's very sunny. The I opposite. really do. <laughs> and we've got little lights in the pod bar because it's so dark in here because it's underneath of the house. Yeah. Um, so, yes, but for those of you who love the weather, Melbourne is doing her most glorious autumn job. Autumn. We've been waiting for it and it's come and it's just stunning. Yes. So, yes. Ah, yeah. Beautiful time to be here. It is. And also go to Bright because every time I've been there, they say you better come back in autumn and then I never have. <laughs> I have been in autumn. So for people, Interstate Bright is in the high country of Victoria near Falls Creek, Hotham, um, yep. and the autumn trees the are trees. stunning. I don't know if they would have <laughs> yeah. turned yet, but um, probably by the time this podcast comes out, they'll be well yep. and truly beautiful. So That's right. Yes. Well, here we are. Let's get on with our beautiful guest today. Um, would you like to say hello and introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. Hi, Mandy. Hi, Kate. It's lovely to be here. So, um, yeah, so I'm a mom. I have a wonderful, beautiful, gorgeous girl uh, who's six years old. She's got Down syndrome. 
Um, and yeah, I've written this wonderful book called um, Jenna's Brightly Colored Socks, which wow. is based on her. Yeah. And it's a very, very, very cute book. I will put photos up and on our story and everything else when the episode comes out. Yeah, we'll definitely share it with everyone. Yeah, we Do you, will. Let, let's start with our questions. Yes. So our first question that we ask everybody that graces this podcast, do you have a favourite song or band or music that like either pumps you up in the good times or really helps you in the bad times? So since Jenna was born, um, my soundtrack has been silence, to be honest. Mm. But um, there are some songs that I um, like to play in times where it's just a bit difficult. Mm. Um, there's one song by Greg Glaswell called Comes and Goes in Waves. Mm. Yep. And that just reminds me that things will change and things yeah. will be okay and all that. Um, I've also taken a liking recently to Angus and Julia. Stone. Oh, I love them. Ah, yes. Yeah, they're just beautiful. Mm. Oh, um, they're anything really by them is just beautiful. Um, but particularly just a boy mm. and big jet, big jet plane, is it? Yep. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one. Stunning, That's a lovely stunning. one. This takes you in a different, you know, vibe, oh, location. It just takes you somewhere else. And her voice and siblings with the harmonies. Oh, oh I could listen better. to them all day. Love them. Yeah. Mm. When you said it's been silence, was music a big part of your life previous yes. to being silence? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I'd remember going on road trips with my husband and we'd always have a playlist, his playlist, and we'd always be listening to that over and over again. And mm. um, things just changed when... Yeah when Jenna was born and it's just, um, I don't know whether it's just a matter of um, having it all just being too overwhelming mm. or um, there's just so much going on in your head that there's just too much noise inside. Mm -hmm. And I found with this, with these songs, they just take me in a different place. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I'm happy, I like to listen to musicals. <laughs> oh, oh I me love too. Musicals. Did you write that? You wrote that about Wicked, didn't you, in the email? Yes, I was like, oh, oh. Popular. Oh, that whole thing. Yeah. Popular, that's the one. <laughs> I love listening to musicals. Oh, I was walking around the house singing Popular the other day and my partner was like, <laughs> she's like, are you having like a really bad day? I'm like, yeah, but I just love this song. <laughs> <laughs> I love Wicked. Yeah, oh, I know. Um, and it. obviously defying gravity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And for good, that's my favourite. I want that at my funeral, so just, well, I'll just okay. keep putting it out there. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. People get annoyed when I say that no. in my friendship group, but I'm just putting it out there. I love that so song. So important. That got me through some hard times. Oh. Yeah. When yeah, I went and saw amazing. Wicked, I knew nothing about it. I hadn't heard the soundtrack. I didn't know anything. Someone bought me tickets. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> I changed my life in like two hours. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Mm. Good song. Oh, anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> what about? Did you win any awards at school or any other time in your life? No, I wish. No. <laughs> I wasn't that popular. I was actually a very shy child right. at school. So yeah. I kept all my, you know, whatever talents I had to myself. So no, no awards. No That's awards. That's an interesting observation because how many people who win awards are shy or introverted? Like sometimes I feel like. This is a vast generalisation that people will be screaming at me for. But sometimes I feel like the really outgoing, extroverted people actually win more awards as well because they're willing to put themselves out there or people notice them more. That's not even that they're more award worthy. 
So another reason why maybe I don't like awards. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, our our final, final question is why are you a P, part of our P tribe? My daughter. My daughter has Down syndrome. (laughs) I'm so privileged and honoured to be part of it. So, yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. I feel so lucky. Yeah, it's an amazing, amazing community. Mm. Oh, goodness. Can you take us back to um, maybe your pregnancy or did you find out that Jana had Down syndrome in your pregnancy or? No, so it was was when she was born. So um, my pregnancy was pretty much smooth except for the last trimester where things started to appear in the scans and the doctors couldn't explain what was going on. Um, but Down syndrome was thrown here and there. <laughs> right. And um, we had no idea what Down syndrome was. Um, we didn't have any exposure to the world of disability. Mm. And so it was. there was a lot of fear. Mm. Um, it was when she was born, the moment she was born, the doctors took one look at her and said, we think she has Down syndrome. And then the tests confirmed that um, a few days later. Um, and it was a very... Um, challenging time because you know we just didn't know anything about down syndrome and um it was very scary um but you know I look back at that time with a little bit of shame um a lot of empathy Mm -hmm. and kindness Mm. and you know it's it's been a wonderful journey these last six years Mm. and she's just introduced us to a wonderful world that we wouldn't have been exposed to at all that is um, true. We feel so lucky and privileged to be part of that. And uh, she just surprises us every day. She's a uh, cheeky little thing. Uh, <laughs> just, um, yeah, she's just beautiful. We just so we feel so lucky to have her in our lives. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So when you got the diagnosis in hospital, did you, had you already said to people, we've had a baby, it's a girl, and then did you have to ring people and say, and we've got this extra bit of awesome, or like how did you deal with telling people? We were quiet for yeah. a while while we were in hospital. Yep. It's when we got home, and we were only hospital for about five days. Yep. Um, we were lucky in that sense. Um, when we got home, obviously my immediate family was with me, so my parents, mm. uh, my husband's parents, but... Um, just when we got home, we were just trying to figure out how we're going to explain to everyone. Mm-hmm. And I was just very open and honest about it. I mm. was very accepting. I don't know what came over me, but I just found Love myself just motherhood. telling people, mm. we've, we've just been blessed with a beautiful girl and she has Down syndrome and we are not going to treat her any differently than any other child mm. and we hope that you do too. Oh, goodness. Wow. Yeah, it just came out, and I don't know how that came out, but it just did. And oh, because you loved her. Yeah. Yeah. Despite oh. all the feelings that I had, you know, yes. still trying to manage it all and just trying to understand it and yes. educate myself on what Down syndrome is as well. Mm. Yeah, and um, you have to do that a, quickly. You have to do very that very quickly. quickly. Yeah. I mean, I had fantastic sort of midwives at the hospital. Um, they were just so nurturing um, and caring and just so supportive. So that really, really helped. Yeah. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, that is good to hear because often we don't hear that. Mm. But And as like a little tiny baby, was she like, did she breastfeed? Did she sleep when she was supposed to sleep? Did she, what was she like? We tried to breastfeed. So we tried it at the hospital and she sort of latched on. Um, but she wasn't getting enough yeah. because of her muscles were too weak. Yeah, so yeah. we were supplementing. Yep, yep. 
with formula. Yeah. Um, but we Thank tried. Thank God for formula. So. Thank God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She slept okay. She kept us up. But <laughs> <laughs> As babies, I want to do. That's yes. right. And were you thrown into a world of early intervention, speech therapy yes. and physio and, yeah. Yeah. Tell us yeah. about that. So this was all before the NDIS better start, I think it yep. was. Yep. Um, and we had some early intervention. So all these therapists would come over to our home um, and just, you know. From when she was tiny? Or? Yeah, since she was tiny, since she was a baby. Um, yeah. They recommended that. So we just, we just, we didn't know any better. So we just went along with that. Mm-hmm. And then when the NDIS came in, which wasn't too long after, um, we sort of had to be proactive in doing our own research. And mm. We went through so many different therapists to find the right team for her. And I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. that you um you know get along with the team that you're yes. on the same page and Definitely. the same wavelength and yeah it took us time to yes. realize that you know mm. not everything they say may be right you need to be you know on the same page with the same goals mm. yeah um, you know because some therapists unfortunately just limit your child right and you don't want that so mm. yeah and some decide what the outcome is going to be based on I don't know what or they decide your child should change slightly like they shouldn't be this little person that they are so you really it's Mm. tricky though to think well I have zero training in this but I think this person who's done six years of training is wrong like it's it's a Mm. real mind fuck if I might say Mm. yeah and I think you sort of try and and tap into your inner your gut instinct Mm. Yeah, and you you know what vibes you're getting from that person. Yeah, and I think that screams out in us in peace. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Did um, what about did you like join a mothers group or did you go to a play group or did you join a Down syndrome group? What was yes. that like? So I joined a Facebook T Twenty One Mums group. Oh, um, awesome! And. Yeah, along the way, I've met some other people during, you know, therapy sessions during while you're waiting, you met yeah. other parents, other moms, yes. um, you start chatting. And that's how it sort of developed, just getting involved in the community, um, word of mouth as well. Um, and yeah, just Jana sort of takes to other kids as well. So you get to know their parents and she's very social, unlike mm. us, her parents. <laughs> <laughs> She's the extrovert, we're the introvert. Oh, how gorgeous. <laughs> so we get to know people through her. <laughs> she just forces you out of your comfort zone. I can picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, goodness. And what about did she go to a kinder or childcare? Yeah, so we wanted to get her involved in the community and not just keep her at home mm. um, right from the start. So we went to play groups. Um it felt very odd just being the only child with a disability there. Mm. Um, then we went, we sent her to daycare and it was a mainstream daycare. Um, and we were lucky that, you know, the carer was very um, open and understanding. But again, you know, sometimes you get the feeling that, you know, things are different. Um, other parents might not be accepting. They might be curious or um, I don't know. Um, and then, she went on to preschool in the same um, school. They had a daycare and a preschool, so she just followed on and went to the preschool there. Um, it hasn't been easy. It's been mm-hmm. challenging, mm-hmm. especially when you're trying to, um, 
you know, you don't see your child as any different no. to any other child, yeah. right? And um, you see the potential in them um, and you see what they're capable of and just given the right supports and mm. everything, they can succeed. But, mm. you know, other people don't see it that way. So it has been challenging. She's now in kindy. So are you in New Mainstream. South Wales? New South Wales. Yep. So kindy is our... Um, like first year of school? Yeah. Yep, got it. Right, that's very confusing. It is. I know, it's nice confusing. if Australia had the same names. Yeah, words. But the first year of school. Any, yeah, yeah. 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 Got it. So and she's how, just started. How did you go looking for a school? Tell us about it. It's our local school. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we met with them lots of times last mm. year mm. with the principal and, you know, the Department of Education and just trying to make sure that, you know, everything will be in place and ready for her when she starts because mm. we really were big on her going to mainstream. Um, and, yeah, but it's still a struggle. Mm. Yeah, how's she? Does she love school or is she like, Ugh. Oh, she loves school. She's social. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So she loves she loves school. She loves the other kids and she loves to be engaged and stuff. So, you know, when we were in lockdown at COVID, mm. oh, she hated being at home. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. was so bored. Yeah. And trying to find ways of entertaining um, yeah. was that just so difficult. Been challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she fun. looks forward to it every day right now. Okay. Um, which is great. Oh, it's actually such a huge blessing. Even if she, if she's unaware that things are tricky and she's just happy to go, that's great. Totally oblivious to everything mm. that's oh, going on. She just do, wants to go play and have fun. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. So do you and your partner work? We do. Mm. (laughs) My my partner is full-time. I'm part-time. I'm lucky that I have a flexible boss, Mm. so he allows me to work from home. I have to go into the office maybe once a week. Right. Um, And on that day, you know, he takes over, my husband takes over. Um, the drop-offs and the pickups and mm. the meetings and the therapies and mm, mm, you know mm, all that. Mm. Um, but on the other days, and I have to shuffle my schedule and maybe work extra at night. Yeah. You know, after she's gone to sleep, yeah. mm. um, it can be very stressful and tough. Mm. But 
Oh, yeah. I think for me the biggest struggle, and it remains today, and my boys are 17, is working. Yeah. Yeah. And I know for other people they have way more complex struggles and their children or their loved ones with a disability have trickier lives than my boys do. But, yeah, just and just the still not knowing, am I going to get a phone call from the school? Is somebody going to have a little crisis at school today that needs all of my attention after school and I cannot? Or is it just going to be this breezy day? Like you just don't bloody know. No. Yeah. Always got my phone next to me. Always. Always. Yeah. I was noticed that yesterday I did was I was somewhere and I just kept checking it and I thought I'm still on high alert. Oh yeah. Ugh. Always always, always. On high alert. I don't know if mm. that's ever going to change. <laughs> no, I don't want to say that I to so. beautiful mothers yeah. like you with 5 and yeah. 6 year olds, but I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Mm. And tell us about we want to talk about your book. Yeah. Yes. As fellow authors, Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> Tell us all about it. We want the whole world to know. Um, it came by chance, to be honest. I I wanted to celebrate World Down Syndrome Day at uh, Janice Preschool. Um, was it last year or the year before? So I went in to read a book to her classroom, um, a story about, you know, a girl with Down Syndrome. And I was just beautifully amazed by the children Mm. they were just so engaged so interested they had questions but they were so open to the answers that I gave them and my heart was overflowing Mm. because there was no prejudice there were no stereotypes kids are just so innocent and open and accepting of of others Um, Mm. and they just wanted to understand you know that's all they wanted to do they wanted to understand and they were curious so I left and I was very um, overwhelmed in a beautiful way. Yeah. And I found myself just writing the story, starring Jenna. <laughs> yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> Put her socks on by herself, which she had actually in real life. She had just started putting her socks on by herself. Yeah. Um, and what happens when um, her parents gift her um, all these wonderful bright colored socks and <laughs> oh. um, what happens when she shows them to her friends at school and you know there's a, just an adventure that follows you know everyone's yeah. a pair and what does Jenna do about it and it's just um I wanted to explore the themes of like kindness and tolerance and acceptance and inclusivity and just friendship and celebration um yes. all these wonderful things um and and then I I didn't know what I was going to do with the story I wrote it, but I just didn't know what I was going to do with it. Yeah. Um, I knew it was going to be a picture book because I wanted it to be for kids of a certain age from four to eight, nine. Mm, yep. um, and so I knew of Alexis, yes. the illustrator, uh, who is wonderfully talented, oh, yeah. amazing person. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I reached out to her and I told her, look, I've written this book, I've written this story, and I'm looking for an illustrator. Would you be interested? Yes. Here's the story. So she read it. She read it to her kids, and she's like, yes, absolutely. And, you know, she was just in charge of the whole, um, you know, storyboard, yeah, the whole, yeah, yeah. everything from the cover to the to the yeah, inside. Yeah. And it was a, just a, a journey with her. Um, it yeah. took us a year to yeah. get it out. It takes way longer than you oh, think, doesn't course. it? Yeah. And- and she has a child with Down syndrome? She does, yes. yes. She has a son with Down syndrome. And uh, so I wanted the book to be special that way. So, you know, the author and illustrator would be. Oh, be amazing. 
yeah, part yeah. of the community. Um, and, you know, I just wanted to be able to reach out to other kids um, with disabilities, who other kids with Down syndrome, who might not be able to see themselves yeah, in stories. Mm. Yes. To, rep- you know, representation, that's so mm. important for them. Mm. Um, and just to make it normal, I don't mm. even know, I don't like that word normal, but yeah. um, to normalize the fact that it's okay to be different. Mm. Yes. Now, it's good to be different. And there's so much that we can learn from each other. And that's the message that I'm hoping to um, give with the book. Yeah. Oh, you have. Oh, it's it's so, so cute. And there's just little, all little socks along the bottom and of the cover. I mean, yeah, it's really, really cute. And I Tell I, us, it's tell nice us about soft. the significance of the sock. Sorry, Kate. Yes, so... So socks also plays on the World Down Syndrome Day theme of lots of socks, the lots of socks campaign where we wear lots of um, crazy, colourful, bright, mismatched socks to um, and how socks, um, chromosomes, you know, Down Syndrome is all about the extra chromosome, yes. right? So um, chromosomes are also um, shaped like socks. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of a play in all these um, yes. themes. Um, and yeah, so we're going to be doing lots of wonderful mm. things this year for World Down Syndrome Day with socks and hopefully yes. involving the book too. So yeah. yeah. What was it like when you held it in your hand for the first time? Amazing. Oh. Amazing. Just both <laughs> me and Alexis were just in tears. Yeah. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It's a wonderful feeling. Oh. Just, um, didn't know it was going to come to life. Yeah. You know? When it does, it's just beautiful feeling it's yeah it's hard writing a book yeah mandy and i did it and we found it very tricky (laughs) and i remember i did a short course on writing children's picture books Mm, and the mm. lady said oh like basically she was like not many of you will do it (laughs) 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 and she's right i haven't but um it was fascinating she talked about Mem Fox writing Where is the Green Sheep and it took her two years. And I remember thinking, how could that take two years? It's yeah. just rhyming or whatever. But, yeah, now I get it. Mm. Yeah, it's very tricky. There's everything's so many elements. deliberate. Yeah, and, and everything's funding. deliberate. Yeah. Like it's, yes. It's, the funding is, mm. Yeah, so how did you do that? Did mm. you pay for some of it yourself or? Yeah, so self-published because I wanted to get it. I was so keen to get it out yeah, there. You and can I was yeah, yeah whether a traditional publisher will take it on and I didn't want yeah. to wait I was just too excited yes yes um but there was so much involved <laughs> I, I know <laughs> marketing I know. oh my goodness I'm so bad at the marketing but I'm learning yeah, yeah. um I'm it's learning. hard to put yourself out there and I I don't like I think that I'm quite a confident person I can stand up in front of a room full of people and talk I know that I'm okay at what I do can I market myself no no, I can't. Like, I don't know whether it's a woman thing or. Yeah, I think it's probably a little bit of that. You know, but um, yeah. yeah, it's really tricky marketing yourself. So I assume you have like a little Instagram for this book, do you? I do have an Instagram and I also have a Facebook page for the book. So yeah. the oh, Instagram's so. just my name, the author's name. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the Facebook is just Jana's Brightly Coloured Socks. It's a page. Yeah. gorgeous well we will put all that in the show notes and and you've got a website where people can find you and do yes i do so it's it's um at the back of the book as well it's sallyfortwo.com slash books there's a little um book trailer there okay 
and yeah some information about where you can buy the books and some freebies book freebies as well so we've got some coloring pages yes and, um, i'm launching some um 21 facts about down syndrome for kids oh uh, awesome colorful postcards oh cute yeah so and what does jana think of yeah, the book yeah. She loves it. So um, <laughs> we read it at night sometimes and she loves certain pages, the page where they're trying to guess what's in the big box. Yes, yes. <laughs> and the kids are trying to guess what's inside and she goes, is it pizza? No. <laughs> <laughs> is it a puppy? No. Oh, how gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah, she loves it. It sounds delightful. Yeah, she really, really does. And do you, have you got this book in any bookshops um physical stores not yet unfortunately yeah. well but there the might be people ones. listening listening that's right we have a little local bookshop and they can go and say to them get a couple of these copies in yes because it's really actually, people that have to do it there, isn't it there is actually a bookshop in or is it a toy shop in brisbane right in queensland that have ordered um many copies so it's available all online mostly yeah. yeah well I think the most glorious thing about the time that we're living in because there's lots of things that are tricky is like you can self-publish a podcast you can self-publish a YouTube video you can and actually it can be in a in a way even though you've got to take that hit financially to begin with more beneficial because there is no middleman no one's taking any of the costs and you can just print as many as you need and yeah I think it's awesome yeah. So I've done it print on demand as well. And, yeah. you know, the objective is not profit. No, really no, no, no. Me. It's the message. Yeah. You know, and it's sharing a beautiful story. Yeah. But if you can cover awareness. costs. Yeah, obviously. will <laughs> <laughs> help. Yeah. Of course. Because then you can do And more. I think it's significant within your story as well as mothering mm. in that that was something that jumped out that you wanted to do. Mm. Yeah. For sure. That was my biggest motivation. Otherwise, I don't think it would have been, mm. you know, it would have come to life that quickly. Um, I just really wanted, there was this drive within me to just get this book story out there. And you saw those little children yearning to know more. And so yeah. there's always room for more books. Yeah. And I have gone to, you know, schools to read this book mm. to other children. Um, and I've seen how receptive they were to it and the questions they asked, which is so interesting and refreshing mm, yeah. <laughs> depending on their age but yeah it's just um it's been a good response to the book so far and I'm grateful for that I really am oh it's a and you never know book. if there's if there's siblings in the classroom that have a sibling with Down syndrome you don't know mm. yeah exactly yeah. oh yeah wow. so many you know one in six Australians live with a disability so it's it's a massive proportion of the mm. population so, yeah, there'll be definitely other kids in that classroom going, hey, I relate to some of this story yes. myself. I remember when my twins were little and I was trying to find books that had some sort of something and there was nothing really. No. And they loved Where the Wild Things Are because they were wild. And we read it every day for two years, every single day. And I still think I need to get a little tattoo of that crown that Max wore. <laughs> but then... Um, just to find some sort of representation, like there's somebody like me in a book, is so important. We all yearn for it, even as adults. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also, it gives kids confidence mm. that it's okay to be different. You know, even if you don't have a disability, oh. it's okay to be different. Yeah. Um, 
And it's, you know, it just, it makes, and that's the last line in the book. It's just, that's what makes the world a fun and fantastic place mm, to yeah. be in. Just that's being true. Different. Oh, it's yeah. our whole mission, really, yeah. as peace, yeah. because yeah. it does make the yeah. world a better place. And mm. I think, you know, all of my children, the ones who are typical and the ones who are not, all went through a phase where I'm not like other people. You know, something about mm. me, I've got a mole or I've, struggle yeah. with whatever at school or these girls don't like me or my brothers are really annoying and I can't have people over. Um, so to find, and I know they all yearned for people that had different lived experience too. So books like these are just, you know, every kindergarten and school just needs to be on the shelf and you just read it. And yes, it's just- we've got librarians that listen, let's pee, pee tribe, come together and buy this book. Yeah, yeah. Yes, get it out please there. do. <laughs> Well, that's what we love to do is yep. to celebrate women, pee women yep. that are living, that have this lived experience and then think, I mean, we interview everybody, but we also love championing women in their business and their yeah. work. So that's, we love doing that. Amazing. I yep. love what you do. Yeah. And well, the amount of mums who we have had on here who have started a business or written a book or help their child make candles, or it's just overwhelming. Oh, and it is. I just, yeah. I don't know, it gives me a certain joy that nothing else ever will. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Now tell me, what are your hopes and dreams for the book? Do you want it overseas? Can you contact, is there a Down syndrome organisation in most countries? How do you, I mean, that's part of your marketing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I would love to see this book just um, go international in different languages mm. too. Yes. Um, and I have contacted Down syndrome associations in other Western countries, English-speaking yes. countries. Mm. Right. But it would be lovely to have it translated in other languages too. Mm. Um, and, yeah, just the, as wide a reach as possible. Mm-hmm. Every library, school library, you know. Mm. Um it would be amazing. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, it would. And it's cute anyway. <laughs> it's just a cute, cute story with cute, cute yeah. illustrations. And let's face it, that's what we're drawn to. Yeah. And I just love all the little rosy cheeks on the kids. Like, Yes, I love rat. the rosy cheeks too. <laughs> yeah, so Alexis cute. is just amazing. She's, oh. yeah, it's just beautiful illustrations. Mm. And um, do you actually yeah. have socks like that with little bows on the front? Because I would 100% wear them. <laughs> We don't, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but it would be lovely cute. to it have. Would them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would be popping them on. Oh, so, before we go, is there anything that you're like? I need to tell the peas this. I need the whole world to hear this. Anything that we've missed? It's been a pleasure talking to you. It really has. Um, I love what you do. I love the podcast. Um, we're doing a giveaway for yep. World Down Syndrome Day. Terrific. Where someone can win a signed copy of the hardback because the, the book comes in paperback and hardback. Oh, yes, um, we've got the hardback. <laughs> signed, <laughs> signed by the author yep. and the illustrator. Um, and also um, you get a little bag of goodies as well. So you'll have some sock-shaped cookies from oh. the signs of, from the book. Um, some coloring pages, some socks, some crazy socks from Pal Socks, and um, those um, twenty-one facts about Down ah. syndrome printed 
postcard style. Will this giveaway still be happening two days after Will Down Syndrome Day? Because this episode will come I'm out just looking next at it Thursday, next isn't it? Next yes. Tuesday. Yeah. Um, in that case, I'll extend it. Okay, yes, do that until ah, yeah. next yeah, Thursday open. night. <laughs> yeah, so it, will, it, was, um, it was until the 21st of March, but yes. I will extend it. So Yeah, days yeah that would be terrific. Then Thank you. Yeah. can listen and enter. There's yeah. also, this is open to Australian residents. Yes, yes, okay. Only yes. because of the cookies. But yes. Yes. Um, there's another one running on Goodreads for right. US and Canada. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, yep, amazing. Yep, yep, yep. Terrific. Worldwide peas. Mm. yes yes oh well thank you so much yeah, sally it's been thank lovely you. to meet you and to hear all about your beautiful jenna and the world you're creating for her thank you so much it's been a pleasure speaking to you and thanks for having me oh, oh. we've loved every minute of it oh wasn't she lovely oh, so lovely just oh, understated so, and yeah, and she just sent the book thing. to us. Like she yes. is doing marketing. She, she sent is. the book and she listened to the podcast. I mean, yeah, nothing makes me happier. No, nothing. And it's it's cute. So so cute. So yeah, yeah. Buy a and copy she's just piece. starting her school journey. You know, yeah. that's it's a different place to where we're at. Yeah, and, and we know there's tricky days ahead as well as glorious days. Yes, tricky, tricky, yeah. tricky. So yeah, yeah. Get some socks, peas. Get some yeah. brightly coloured socks. <laughs> and reach out to her and yeah. support her. Follow really her Insta. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. What made you cry this week? Uh, what made me cry this week? I've had ongoing cries about this for the last two or three years, so it's nothing new, but just the knowing that I have to sell my house. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just a, it's a weird wave. Like I get, I have complete acceptance. So it's not like I'm fighting it, but I just... I mean, I'm overwhelmed with the amount of work that has to be done, but taking that aside, just like the children's sadness of having to leave their home is like, oh, and I think every mother who's listening, and I'm not excluding those of you who aren't mothers, but also I'm extremely empathetic, will just know that taking on other people's pain and trying to make it better, but you can, actually there's nothing Can't. you can do. So, yeah. yeah, I had some really big cries. The crab apples, which I love out the front, are like changing leaves and I'm like, I'm mm -hmm. never going to see them again. Mm -hmm. And, you know, really weird little things like that. Oh, that it's like, massive. Yeah, it Absolutely is. Absolutely massive. Is. And the boys don't know another home. So, no, they don't. And people have gone through way worse than this. So I completely oh, it's accept that, but it's 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 a real lot, and it will happen quickly when it happens. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was my cry this week. What about you? Yeah, it's a big cry. I could mm. cry about that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah your home was a big part of my life too. Yeah, huge. Yeah. We started the podcast here, and yeah, yeah but all the times of going there and yeah, playing the, when they were little, and yep. yeah. Oh, yeah. your fortieth and dinners, yep. and you yep. know, yeah. It and was a, it, it is a place that people. Them. Have come together in your home. Yeah, I wanted a house where everybody could come and where the twins could run free. So run we made around it. that veranda. You <laughs> did house for them. Anyway, it has served its purpose, and I know. Yes. When I wake up in the morning and I look out the window and I can see because we've got a wraparound veranda and I can sort of see the underside of the veranda, I just always think, I'm so lucky to be here today. Like mm. I have to really. It's like. I'm staying in a cool Airbnb. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, oh, okay, I will get through. Yes. Yeah. No cry for me this week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Um, did you have a difference? Anything make a difference in your life? I um, Molly went away with three of her friends mm -hmm. and two support workers for her friend's 18th birthday. So, so her mum 
paid for the Airbnb and then we organised the support workers to take them away. So, I mean, just the joy, that makes me cry. Yeah. Just taking photos of them all, you know, getting in the cars and then getting photos. age-appropriate behaviour. 17 and 18-year-olds, all with an intellectual disability. Yeah. Going off for two nights. Yeah. I mean, if... uh, Thank you, NDIS, right? Yes, yes. Because this wouldn't have been possible. And yeah. so I'm super, super grateful for that. And yeah. I, I just don't want to hear anyone criticise it some days, you know. I know. Yeah, no. Because, because sometimes this is profound. we just only hear about the negativity. Yes, about the but NDIS. this is a profound moment. Oh, and huge. and so, yeah, she came back. They all bought matching T-shirts. <laughs> they, her friend bought her a Squishmallow. Oh. Like, you know, they yeah. stayed up till midnight. Of course. They all the fun stuff. Yeah. And yeah, they want to go to schoolies. They said maybe Phillip Island. I mean, oh, cute. You know, yeah. like to even talk about the end of year twelve. Yes. For nearly adults yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. we want to do schoolies. Yeah. And so we're like, of course, we can of do course. this. We've practiced this now. We can do this. So yeah. uh, what an enormous make a difference for her. Oh. Huge. And and us to just see and know she's so happy for a weekend yeah. and she's not just sitting on her bed on her iPad, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making amazing Brilliant. TikToks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which she does like to do often. <laughs> oh, dear. What about you? Uh, so my make a difference was the weekend that's just gone in Melbourne is, was a long weekend. And in Dalesford, they have the biggest regional pride festival, I think, yes. in Australia, actually. Yeah, don't I would think so. ever quote me on any facts. Um, and it's called Chill Out. Um, and I did smell some wacky backy, so I think some people oh. were literally chilling out. I was like, oh, I bet. back in oh, festivals. Oh, smell. <laughs> you forget yes. all about it and then you're like, hey, I can oh, smell it again. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Um, but there wasn't much. Don't worry, Mum. Um but yeah, I just there was it was just really really lovely and fun and the weather was nice and I had friends that were there and I caught up with them and um, there were these amazing um, two women in um, what do you like mobile scooters you know like um, yep. instead of a wheelchair yeah and they had they were seventy eight so they'd marched in the original protest that has now turned into Mardi Gras in Sydney. And were right. like arrested by the police because oh, they weren't allowed to be awesome. gay in 1978. Yeah. And, Stupid. you know, their names were splashed across the papers and they went through hell and they were there and just like oh. they just had like the little sign up and everyone was going over to oh, them. Oh, how amazing. Yeah, yeah, amazing, amazing. And, I mean, they, they're elderly now. Like that was nearly yeah. 50 years ago. So, yes. yeah, really, really cool. Just nice. And Dalesford, oh, so beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Oh, all the old buildings. and Very pretty. Yeah, and it's not far from Melbourne. I always think, oh, no. it's so so far away. No, it's like an it's hour not. and a half or something. Yeah. <laughs> but in my Closer mind. Closer than the snow. Because I live in the east yes, and it's on the other to... side of the city. It's yes. too far away. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'll drive three hours to get to Mansfield, which is on my side of town. Close. I know. <laughs> I have all sorts of silly rules yes. for myself for that stuff. Heaps of silly I know. rules. I'm like, how yeah. do you are so entrenched? And I know as Melburnians, we will sometimes have a chuckle about people who live Bayside. Because they never yeah. leave their little Bayside bubble. And I'm like, no, yeah, well, I, I don't leave the know. East either. <laughs> the outer East. Outer East. I don't, even, I don't make it to Camberwell. <laughs> anyway, what made you laugh this yeah. week, Mandy? Um, Miss 12 went to her school camp, her first full school camp. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anyway, she came home and she said the camp food 
Oh, mum, they, oh, she was telling Darren, she said, oh, the cat, the, they were not chefs and they were just <laughs> under mum's cooking skills as well. Less than. <laughs> Less than me. <laughs> so oh, funny. Ernest. Did he laugh? Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> like it's a bit of a compliment, but still. Yeah, no, it's a burn. You know. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway, it was wonderful for her to go. She loved yabbing. Can we go really? yabbing again? Loved like, yabbing. You loved it. Well, that could, basketball that's last a shock night. To one, me. Of the other, one of the other mums goes, Oh, my daughter loved the yabbing too. And I said, Well, let's get a yabby club together. <laughs> I'm busy that day. <laughs> <laughs> go down to Ringwood Lake. Uh, mm. Anyway, that, that made me laugh. I was just uh, not chefs, and they were just under mum's. <laughs> They were bad. <laughs> she said they scrambled eggs and there was not even any seasoning. Oh. I was like, oh, okay, not even a bit. I said not even a bit of salt. No. Oh, so, yeah. that is a torture. Anyway. Eating eggs or tomato without salt is torture. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what about your laugh? Oh, my laugh, it's a bit cheeky really, but my uh, girlfriend wore my old school tie to work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I just thought... Oh, there's so many layers to this, but I may, it, it actually made me laugh all day to think of her wearing my Christian school tie. <laughs> school. I'm not going to go into it if you understand why it's amazing it is. And, it is um, amazing. I sent it to like a boy that I went to school with who we've stayed friends obviously since 1986 and he was just like, oh, this is the greatest. And so, It needs to go on their website. It re- oh, I don't think it will. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And then, like, people messaging me, like, I've still got my blah, blah from school and I've got my this, yeah. from, like, really random things that people yes. still have from school. Yes, And, yes. yeah, I mean, I finished school in 1990. So yeah. why have I got that tie? Why? I don't know. It's not a, uh, I, anyway, anyway, I've got it and well, now it's, it's worth it it's now. been to work. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, yep. gorgeous. That was my laugh for the week. So um, rate and review, please. Buy the yep, book. Rate and review. Yep. Buy Jana's brightly coloured socks. Yep. And we will see you next week. Yep. Okay. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.